There's a lot of people that believe how you start your day is how your day is going to pretty much unfold. Your morning routine dictates how inspired you'll be for the day. In this episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast, I speak with Benjamin Small. He's the author of My Morning Routine and also MyMorningRoutine.com, where they have collected all the morning routines from hundreds of successful folks, and it's definitely something you're going to want to check out. Stuff like payroll and benefits are hard. That's why I switched to Gusto. And to help support the show, Gusto is offering our listeners an exclusive limited-time deal. You sign up for their payroll service today, you'll get three months free once you run your first payroll. Just go to gusto.com slash tape. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Jantz and my guest today is Benjamin Spall. He is one of the founders of My Morning Routine and also a co-author of My Morning Routine, How Successful People Start Every Day Inspired. So Benjamin, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, John. So some people collect bugs and uh, some people collect coins and you collect morning routines. <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah, we've uh, since starting the website about five and a half years ago. We're, I think we're just coming up on 300 routines on the website. And then for the book, there's about 30 or 40 more. So um, yeah, it's quite, a, it's quite a collection now. So what, what um, and, and this is a really hot topic, um, but uh, so I know there's a lot of uh, content out there around this, but I'm just curious what you have, and your research has shown, what are some of the known benefits of, of having a morning routine? Yeah, so the main benefits, and we found uh, what, what was not surprising when we spoke with people, especially kind of higher level people that we could get hold of uh, for the book, was that basically everyone we spoke with does have a morning routine. And of course, you could say that's somewhat self-selected, but we found is that when people have this productive kind of healthy morning in which they, you know, they can meditate, they can do some working out, or they can just spend time uh, calmly in a calm environment with their family. When they have that time in the morning, they can take the benefits of that uh, with them for the rest of the day. So many people, especially people who work out or who run, they mention that if they don't do it in the morning, they're unlikely to do it later on in the day. And that, that's another benefit, just actually kind of getting the things in. that They're not your main task for the day. It's not like a project you're working on. It's something that you want to do every single day, regardless of how your morning goes. And, and it's funny, you mentioned we all have routines. And I mean, we could call them habits, <laughs> too, I suppose, in a lot of cases. And some of them aren't necessarily healthy. And I think so what, what you're right. talking about are really, ideally, uh, so the subtitle is, you know, be, start every day inspired. You're talking about actually developing healthy routines. Because, I, you know, some people, I remember when my kids were little, you know, a lot of the routine was about, you know, getting them fed and out the door. And, you know, and it was not necessarily about me meditating. Right. No, that, that's exactly right. And we do actually have a chapter on parents, specifically focusing on uh, uh, parents of young children um, in the book, because we wanted to point out that even though having more routine obviously isn't going to be as easy for parents of young children, we wanted to point out through examples and through some of the interviews we got in there that it is still possible. You just, for the most part, have to get up a little bit earlier and kind of figure out what your kids' own routine is. Uh, but back to your point about uh, healthy versus unhealthy habits. We do mention in the book kind of the importance of changing some of these habits. So many of the people that we spoke with, both on the website and for our book, mentioned kind of the phenomenon of waking up and the first thing they do is you know, pick up their phone and kind of hold it a couple of inches from their face while they scroll through Twitter, they scroll through Instagram. 
And that, for the most part, has been an unhealthy habit. So we kind of give ideas for how you can stop doing that and kind of replace it with something that's a little bit better for your morning. Well, and I, I know we talked about the, or I know a lot of people do talk about just the mental health benefits of having that kind of time where you focus, you collect your thoughts, maybe you journal, that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, certainly a lot of the routines involve physical activity. And I, you know, I, I know yeah. from my standpoint, I mean, I think running your own business, like many of my listeners do, is physically demanding. And I think exercise, you know, pays off in, in spades from that standpoint. But I would also say that, I'm much more productive uh, throughout the day if I get the day started right. Uh, do, do many of the folks that you talk about or talk to um, list that as really a benefit? Oh, totally. Yeah, we actually at the end of every single interview or almost every interview, we ask uh, the person we're speaking with what they do if they fail to follow their morning routine. And so many people told us that if they fail, this could be a certain element. They could forget to meditate, for example, or not have time. Or it could be the whole thing. They could just wake up a couple of hours late. And in that case, you probably just need to get to work, whether you're employed or whether you have your own business, you probably just want to get down to it. And so many people tell us that if they fail to follow their routine, it kind of messes up their whole day. And they really struggle to kind of complete the work they would be getting on with because they kind of have this fog of you know not working out, not meditating. So although in that situation, we do encourage people to get back on it the next day, you know, don't see one missed day as a failure. It does, it does affect your day if you don't kind of have that morning time in which you can kind of settle into the rest of the day. Yeah, I think there's a lot of research about that idea of, you know, trying to start a new habit. They, they say it's not the day you start, it's, it's the day you fail. Um, you know, to do right. that new habit, that getting back up and doing it again the next day is actually the key to success. Yeah, yeah. We, we mentioned in the book, we mentioned uh, Jerry Seinfeld has this idea of, um, I can't remember what he calls it, but he puts a, he has a calendar and then every day he writes a joke, he puts a, a cross on that day on the war calendar. And um, the idea is to not break the chain. So he every single day he wants to do it and he doesn't want to break that chain. Um, but we mentioned in the book, even though that's a great idea and it's very motivating, if you do have, you know, if you do that and then one day you do forget to do your thing, whether it's writing, whether it's something to do with business, uh, you can feel pretty unmotivated the next day. You can think, oh, I've just broken a 60, 90-day-long chain, and that can make you feel like you don't want to get back to it. So we mentioned in the book, and it's it, it kind of mixed in with our uh, failure question. Uh, if that happens, just you know, just don't worry about it. Just like start again and just don't see one missed day or even two missed days as a setback because the ultimate setback is giving up on the thing you want to do overall. I'm sure some of the folks that you talk, and we're going to get into some of the specific routines, but I'm sure some of the folks that you talked uh, to also express this. I know for me, in many cases, um, my morning routine sometimes starts the night before. Um, you know, mm. depending upon getting to bed at the right time, did I drink too much wine? <laughs> you know, have I have <laughs> I given some thoughts and sort of unpacked the day? You know, and put that away. Um, for me, you know, that sometimes is going to dictate how I'm going to start the next day. Yeah, no, evening routines, uh, whether kind of as you finish work, you know, the way that you finish your work day and actually before you go to bed, they're, they're incredibly important. And someone actually said to us for the book, uh, something along the lines of her evening routine and her morning routine are just like one continual routine with some sleep in the middle. Um, but yeah, no, evening routines are very important, both to get you in the, the frame of mind to actually fall asleep. And that's especially hard for many of us nowadays. If we, we check our phone and we have all that blue light kind of streaming in, keeping us awake. Um, but also to help you kind of calm down and get ready for the day ahead. So one thing we mentioned, and we, we steal this a little bit from Cal Newport, who we also spoke with for the book. Uh, he's the author of Deep Work, among others. And um, 
he said something along the lines of, you have to shut down ritual. So this is more at the end of your work day than, than just before going to bed. But he has this idea of you kind of want to have all your, I guess, chickens in a row, as they say. Uh, so you kind of shut down your computer. You kind of check to make sure that everything on your calendar is set and you know what you're doing the next day. And then you completely shut down your computer. You, you don't fold the laptop lid uh, closed. You completely shut it down. And that is intended kind of as a metaphor to shut down your mind and make it easier for you to enjoy the evening and then kind of get to sleep at the end of it. Yeah, I actually have the luxury of um, living about three quarters of a mile from my office. And um, I, you know, I, I really cherish that walk home at the end of the day because it, <laughs> right. it really is kind of my time to, you know, to really kind of let it all go. Um, let's talk about some of the actual routines. Did, did you discover patterns? I mean, were there things that pretty much everybody or certainly a lot of people mm. do? Yeah. I mean, one of the things that I, not everybody, but a large number of people spoke to do is working out. And that could be, it could be incredibly extreme. Like we spoke with uh, General Stanley McChrystal and his workout routine, it starts at 4 a.m. and it's, it's pretty intense. And it could be something as simple as you know, just doing some light stretching or going to gym for 15, 20 minutes a day. Um, but what we found that was most fascinating to us is even though we focus on morning workouts in the book and running in the morning and such and such, um, it's actually not that important what time of day you do it, so long as it works for you and you actually do it. So we spoke with many people, including uh, Bill McNabb, who's the chairman of Vanguard, the Vanguard Group, and he told us that he always worked out around lunchtime. And I personally do the same. I work out just before lunch uh, because, uh, like him, I prefer to do kind of my creative, my productive work first thing. And then the gym is kind of, it, it kind of pumps me up for the rest of the afternoon. Uh, whereas if I do it first thing in the morning, which I do do occasionally, it kind of just tires me out, if I'm honest. So um, working out in the morning definitely works for a lot of people, but just getting it in in general is the main thing. That's interesting because I, you know, I, I'm a morning, I mean, I'm a 6 a.m. workouter. And I, if, if I come to the end of the workday thinking, oh, I'll just get it in later. I'm just too mentally tired by that point to, right, to want, right. to, want to do it. But that could, again, just be kind of habit. I mean, I, I do think one of the sort of downsides, if you will, to routine and habit is that it just makes it easy for you to go, oh, well, I didn't get it in this morning. So, you know, I'm, I'm right. the, the day's shot. So uh, that's probably something to work yeah. out, to look out for. Yeah, we, we talk a lot in the book about um, habit stacking, which is effectively kind of having an order to these different routines. So you know, if you meditate, after you meditate, you may do your workout, for example. And even though you don't always have to stick to that habit, you know, if you have kids running around, you're probably going to have to change stuff from time to time. Um, it's good to stick to it if you can, because as you say, then you kind of don't allow yourself to push it later on. Um, and that is one of the benefits of the morning routine is you get these little things in, you get working out and you get meditating, you get self-care, anything that can really help you with your life and with your business, you get that in first thing. So then the rest of the day, you know, it's kind of golden. You don't have to think about it anymore. Wouldn't it be great if in your business, all you had to do was the stuff you love, the reason you started the business and not all that administrative stuff like payroll and benefits. That stuff's hard, especially when you're a small business. Now, I've been delegating my payroll for years to one of those big corporate companies. And I always felt like a little tiny fish, but now there is a much better way. I've switched over to Gusto and it is making payroll and benefits and HR easy for the modern small business. You no longer have to be a big company to get great technology, great benefits, and great service to take care of your team. To help support the show, Gusto is offering our listeners an exclusive limited time deal. 
If you sign up today, you'll get three months free once you run your first payroll. Just go to gusto.com forward slash tape. In some of your um, interviews that you've done, in, especially in the, uh, on the website, uh, are, are there a handful of what I would call quirky um, <laughs> routines that kind of stick out? And you think, really? You do that every day? Um, are, any, any, <laughs> anything that you can uh, categorize or characterize that way? Yeah, there are definitely some where I kind of question, you know, I question how um, how truthful people are being. I think for the most part, I think people are, you know, saying the truth. But I do think sometimes people are giving a more um, idealized version of their routine. And there's definitely some benefit to that. We've had a few people tell us that they, they told us their ideal routine, something that they do maybe two out of five days of the week you know, during the work week. Um, and then after we publish it online, they're kind of like, oh, maybe I should actually stick with that. So they kind of helps push them to um, actually uh, do that, you know, every single day. And so obviously not everyone can be published, but what I would say is a great way of helping you stick to your routine is actually just writing it down, especially if it's kind of a checklist for every single day. Um, I use this with Evernote. I use uh, if this and that, and it creates a new note for me every day. And that just has my same thing. So every day the same stuff rolls around and I just have to do it again. I have to do it over and over again. And that's a great way to remind me of what I need to do, even though you'll very quickly remember as long as you're not changing things too often. And it's a great way of like showing you, here's another thing. You know, you, have, you crossed it off your list yesterday, but now you have to cross it off your list again. And even though, as I mentioned earlier, you're never going to be perfect. You are sometimes going to forget parts and you're just going to have to kind of be okay with that. Um, it's a great way that, to stop you from actually forgetting what you need to be doing. That's interesting because there is a lot of power for a lot of people in the to-do list. If it's there on the list, you know, they're maybe going to check it off. So that's a, that's a nice uh, tip. So one of the things I love is, you know, there's I've, I've got about, well, I don't know, I'm looking at them, one, two, three, four, five, six journals um, on my uh, shelf that, you know, all have one routine or another for kind of a morning mm. and evening ritual. They've become really popular, as you know. In fact, sure you guys probably have one in the works it'll be a companion but uh um you know how do did you get any sense for you know a lot of people have good intentions of doing those you know the journaling that you know that's an example mm. um you know is there there's research that suggests it takes you know 21 days or something in a row of doing something to mm. actually establish a habit did, did you get any sense that people talked about how they Establish something they wanted to do into their routine, but wasn't, you know, something that they were naturally mm -hmm. doing. Yeah, no, for sure. We had many people and I would say meditation is probably the thing that this uh, relates to the most. We had quite a lot of people tell us both for the book and the website again, um, that they have tried to meditate. They, you know, tried to create a meditation practice, but they struggled and they eventually kind of just gave it up because it wasn't working for them. And although, you know, many hardcore meditators may say that, you know, the struggle is what you push through. Uh, ultimately, and I say this in the book, ultimately, if something really isn't working for you and you're not particularly interested in making it work, uh, then that's okay. Just like as long as you give it a chance, you know, give it a few weeks. We don't say anything in particular like 21 days. We kind of just say, give it a little bit of time. And if it's, if it's clearly not working for you, then, then that's fine. And um, we do hope that people will experiment with a lot of the things in the book, you know, the morning workouts, the uh, self-care portion, kind of being productive in the morning. Uh, but at the same time, we don't want to be overly prescriptive and we don't want to tell people, for example, you have to wake up at 5 a.m. to be successful because we kind of think you know, a lot of that advice is kind of garbage and, you know, you can wake up at 5 a.m., uh, but, you know, you don't have to. Um, so we, we, we don't want to be too prescriptive. We wanted to give people a bunch of ideas that, and these, many of these ideas have worked for people that we've spoken with. 
but we didn't want to kind of tell people what to do. Yeah, that meditation thing, uh, I, I think what trips people up is that they think something's supposed to happen while they're meditating. Mm, mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and when it doesn't, that's like really hard for us, you know, especially type A type, you know, people, to, you know, to, to deal with. So um, what does your morning routine look like? Yeah, no, my, mine is very simple and it's actually quite disappointing compared to some of the people in the book. But uh, okay, so the main thing I've done, and it took me a while to do this, which is why uh, there's, there's a, a little bit of repetition in our book, and that's on purpose because we want to keep hammering home certain points. And so uh, as of about a year or so ago, I've been keeping my phone in the kitchen overnight, and I, have an, I now have an analog alarm clock, and it's on airplane mode in the kitchen. And if I can help it, if I don't have an early morning meeting or call, um, I don't take it off airplane mode until I either leave the house or sit down to work. And that, that has worked incredibly well for me because it means at night for an hour or so before going to bed, I'm not, you know, scrolling through Instagram and letting all that blue light in. And it means that in the morning when I get up, I can actually just kind of have a, you know, as much as possible, kind of a calm morning. I might read a book while making breakfast and then I can have breakfast with my wife without thinking about an email I just read or something that, you know, a tweet that kind of riles me up. Uh, so that has been a great addition to my morning. Um, another thing I do is I meditate for just 10 minutes. And this kind of goes to the point you said about um, expecting something to happen. When I meditate, you know, nothing's really happening. In fact, for the most part, I'm kind of just organizing my day and maybe even my week as well, trying to think of in, uh, for my tasks that day or like for the tasks I can remember for that day, what is most important? What should I do first? What should I do second? And what is important, not just for today, but for the next week, for the next fortnight, for the next month, you know, for, for, a, for a while out. And so that's kind of what I, what I do the meditation for. And the reason I only do it for 10 minutes is, um, and I mentioned this in the book, uh, because when you start a new habit, you kind of want to keep it as short as possible. Because if you, if you start out with a half hour meditation, for example, or you want to run for an hour, you are not going to stick with that. You're going to, you're going to stop doing that within maybe one or two days. And you really need to start small. So I, I brought my meditation practice back, ooh, let's say three or four months ago now. And I could probably extend it at, at this point. I could probably extend it to 15 minutes, half an hour. But right now I'm happy at 10 minutes. So I'm kind of just leaving it at that. So do you find yourself, because I think one of the things to, to your point about, <clears throat> I'm going to go run for an hour. Do you, you know, you see all these routines and you collect these routines and do you find yourself sometimes going, oh, that's a great idea. I should add that to my routine. Or do you feel just completely comfortable in what you're doing? Uh, I, it's, it's weird. Yeah. So we've been doing the website for five and a half years now. So I generally keep mine pretty simple. So even though I do get a lot of benefit and pretty much every interview I, you know, cause I edit it before it goes up pretty much every interview I edit. Um, I, I definitely see some benefit in it and I'm like, maybe I'll try that out. Um, but that's kind of the beauty of it kind of going through the book as well. You can kind of jot down these ideas or underline or, you know, the other pages and you don't have to add it in immediately, but just to have that idea in the back of your mind. So the, uh, keeping my phone in the kitchen idea that, that, that was mentioned time and time and time again before I eventually did it. Uh, so you don't have to do it right away, but especially when you start to hear these patterns and hear these ideas that come up time and again, it really uh, pushes you to do those things. And it is just a fact of email. No good email comes in the morning. So, you know, right. that's why you don't want to read it first thing in the morning, right? Yeah, exactly. Even, even when I'm, if I'm, out of, if I'm working from a coffee shop in the morning, for example, if I'm waiting for my coffee to, to arrive, sometimes I'll take out my phone and I'll get this, you know, this desire to check my email. And I'm like, well, actually, my coffee is going to be here. You know, I'm going to be checking my email on my laptop in about five minutes time. I don't need to look at it now. It doesn't make any difference. 
Um, so yeah, totally. Like just get, giving yourself that peace for a little bit longer is a great way to go. So Benjamin, uh, mymorningroutine.com is where people can find your routines on the website. And where can they find a copy of My Morning Routine, uh, the book? Yeah, pretty much every, uh, everywhere. Amazon's a great place. Uh, Barnes & Noble, uh, your local bookstore. Um, and yeah, if you go to mymorningroutine.com, that's the main website. And then if you go to mymorningroutine.com slash book, that's where uh, you can find links to everywhere you can buy it. Awesome. Well, Benjamin, thanks for joining us. Uh, great read. And uh, hopefully we'll run into you uh, someday out there on the road. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is great. 